Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi, singer, rapper, songwriter, recording engineer, model, all around entertainer. And thank you for joining me today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C. ATL on Instagram every Wednesday to be part of the live conversation. If you missed the live, you can hear the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Just search Lex Chat with Lexi, and that's Lexi with a C. If you're listening on YouTube, please be sure to like the video, leave comments to continue the conversation, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give me a five out of five star rating and leave a nice review. All of these things really help me by telling the algorithms that this is a good piece of content they should push in front of larger and wider audiences. So I would greatly appreciate you doing that for me. If you'd like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine on patreon.com slash LexiATL. And for as little as $5 per month, you'll be supporting me and getting early access to content. This week on Lex Chat, we are going to talk about why clean versions of songs do matter. And this topic was actually inspired by having done a kind of a listening and review session with one of my fellow engineers and the artist just had so much cursing and we kind of got into a little bit of a debate about why I believe it is important for the artist to be aware of the lyrics that they are singing or rapping and how a lot of times they limit the audiences that they expose themselves to or that they can expose themselves to because their music is just, it's either riddled with curse words or it's riddled with, with honestly black artists saying the N word all the time. So I wanna talk today about why clean versions matter. And if this is a topic that you would be interested in hearing more about, then please stay tuned. All right. Got that intro off, finally. Oh my goodness. Everybody who's tuned in live, thank y'all so much for sticking in there with me because child, that was like three takes. I think after today, I am definitely going to take someone's advice. I forget who told me to, but they suggested that I just go ahead and make that intro like a, a thing that's pre-recorded and then I play it. So I think that's definitely what I'm gonna do from now on because oh my goodness. But anyway, hello everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Lex Chat. Before we get into the Lex Chat, of course we gotta do the Lex Check. Check on me, check on y'all, see how everybody is doing. Give you a little bit of update, what's been happening in my life and in music. And those who are joining live, then uh, feel free to tell me what y'all have been up to. First thing I wanna do, is give a shout out to a couple of my sponsors. Yes, y'all, Lexi got sponsors. So first sponsor I wanna talk about is Ebb Slade. Now, today is a special episode because y'all watching live, y'all see me all the time, right? 
Y'all see my face every time because I have the little filter thing on Instagram. It makes me feel pretty, whatever. But today is especially special. Today is really special. I don't like saying especially special. Today is really special because, because, hold on, I'm looking for something real quick. Yeah. Today is really special because I feel pretty and I look pretty and I wanted to show that off. And um, it's also part of how I want to contribute as a brand ambassador for this particular stylist. So it's at Eb Slade. So her name is Ebone. Her, so her Instagram is at Eb Slade, E-B-S-L-A-Y-E-D. And this is me being a good brand ambassador. I have a few different platforms that I can offer to help promote brands. And so I'm excited. I'm on camera again because I feel beautiful. And Eb Slade, she did my hair and my makeup and I'm gonna be real with y'all. It's not the healthiest thing to do for the skin, but this makeup has stayed. This is day three, y'all. I've been waking up like this, looking flawless. <sighs> three days in a row I've been looking good, okay? So this is actually slept on, two days slept on, but day three of having the makeup on. And y'all, hopefully nobody tries to be a troll on YouTube and tells me, oh, you don't look that good, <sighs> whatever. I feel pretty, I feel amazing, I look amazing. I got, this style is called a bust down. Center part with the baby hairs coming down in the front. And then I do have some baby hairs slicked down on my sideburns. And after she did my hair, so this one is a sew-in with a full frontal. So the hair that is like on the back of my head basically, she took me through the entire process of washing and y'all know how rare it is to find stylists in Atlanta who want to wash hair anymore. Never thought that would be an issue with hairstylists, but yes, she took me through the entire experience of getting my hair done. Washed, bloat, she washed, conditioned, steamed. I've never had my hair steamed before. It felt so good. But washed, conditioned, steamed, detangle, dry, braid up. And then we did the um, the tracks in the back. She sewed those in and then we had a frontal unit. She sewed the back of that on and then glued the front, slicked down the edges, flat ironed the hair and oh my God. And then she did my makeup after that. She did my makeup, yes she did. So uh, the lashes are giving, they're not, like they're long lashes but they're not giving too much, you know? Oh my goodness, I just feel so pretty and I wanna give her a shout out. So this is, I'm actually on a trial run for her as a to be a brand ambassador. We're gonna see how it goes, but I definitely want y'all to check her out and tell her that Lexi sent you. That's Eb Slade at E-B-S-L-A-Y-E-D. And she's currently running a special for Christmas where everything is 50% off. So if you wanted to get a frontal install, ladies, it is currently $88. She also does full closure installs for $75. Silk presses on the natural hair is $38. And makeup for this soft glam look that I have, $30. This is the price. These are the prices for Christmas. So take advantage of these prices before the new year. I promise y'all are going to love the quality of her work. I know I do and I feel so pretty. And as an artist, she's really helping me to present myself in a certain way each day. So I'm very, I'm very thankful for that and very excited. Um, the girl is talented, that's all I gotta say. So check her out and tell her that Lexi sent you. 
and yeah tell her to keep me on as a brand ambassador and then i got a lot of things to offer but anyway next up i want to give a shout out to glory apparel that's g-l-o-r-y and that is an acronym for god's love over rebellious youth you can go to God's Love Over Rebellious Youth store to shop. Or honestly, if y'all don't feel like typing that in, then just go to Glory Apparel One on Instagram and click the link in the bio. It'll take it'll take you to the website to shop for the clothes. Okay. The mission for God's love for Glory Apparel, God's Love Over Rebellious Youth. The mission is for them to show people how loved they are by God. So check out the first collection that has been released, which is the Loved One collection a percentage of all sales from this collection will be donated to helping people get help we want to see our people be healthy emotionally and mentally so every month we will be paying for as many people as we can to go to therapy through your purchases you will help people all over the world find safe spaces to process their life experiences in a healthy way that will ultimately lead to a healthy life so make sure y'all go to glory apparel Glory Apparel 1 on Instagram. I'm sorry. And the website again is God's Love Over Rebellious Youth. Store. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. And then, of course, me as my own sponsor. I've got, what do I want y'all to know? I have imagination playing in the background right now. So those of you who are tuned in for the replay on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, you are hearing imagination in the background. And that song is available on all streaming platforms. So please make sure that you go check it out on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, YouTube, Google, Amazon. It's everywhere. The song is called Imagination by Lexi. Okay. And of course, um, my website is available. I have different merchandise. So we've got the Lexi hashtag winner. Uh, what is it called? A sun visor. I've got the hashtag winner, hashtag keeper wristbands. They're like affirmation wristbands. Every time you look down at your wrist, you will be reminded I'm a winner. I'm a keeper. And we've got the Lexi Burn lighters with built-in bottle opener. And I've got Lexi posters. If you're watching right now, let me actually turn this around a little bit. I have these posters in the background. Let me turn the live on to the posters as well. I have these posters in the background. I've got my artist posters and then I've got the sexy Lexi posters over there. All of these things are available on my website, LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C atl.com and you know what it's the top of the episode though so i'm gonna go ahead and ask if y'all would like to go the extra mile in supporting me so that i have more time to bring this kind of content to the interwebs then please 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 go to patreon.com slash lexiatl and for as little as five dollars a month you can become a patron of mine and you will be gaining early access as well as being a part of a community that helps to guide this content and what we talk about in these different conversations so if you would like to go the extra mile and support me monetarily, financially, then go to then consider becoming a patron of mine at patreon.com slash LexiATL. Okay. And now for the Lex check. So today is December 7th. My birthday, blah, 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 blah. my birthday. I don't know why it's so hard for me to talk these days. I think it's because I got my teeth done, like not veneers or anything, but I got my teeth straightened using the Invisalign technology. I actually went through a company called Bite, B-Y-T-E. 
let me know if you're thinking about getting your teeth straightened so I can give you a referral code because they could give me some money back and I do need to pay these off. Very good price compared to traditional braces, but ever since I got my teeth straightened, it's like I have to learn how to hold my mouth all over again and I have to learn how to pronounce my words and how to use my tongue. So it's been very interesting. I have a little bit more of a lisp, so I'm more aware of my S's. And so, yeah, I just, that was a little side note. So sorry if I stutter a bit, that's also kind of come with it as well. I stutter a lot more, I guess because I'm unsure about pronouncing words these days, but you know, my teeth are a lot more straight than they used to be. I might have them because there's still this one buck tooth that's just needs a little extra help there. But anyway, all of that to say, yesterday was my birthday. December 6th is my birthday. That makes me a Sagittarius. And uh, 29 revolutions around the sun. Yes, yes. Thankful for another year. It was very chill. Um, I'm the type of person I don't really plan things to do for my birthday. Not that birthdays aren't a huge deal. It's just birthdays and holidays are very weird for me uh, because to be completely transparent, I don't always have the money to be able to go visit family and I don't always have the money to take myself out and do something nice, you know? I'm not really saving. As an artist, that's a sacrifice that's not really talked about very often. It's, I have the money, right? But I'm spending the money on my artist stuff, so... Yeah, I do make the money to be able to do those things, but if I'm not spending my money on music, then it's, the you know, the money that I would use to spend on music, if it goes towards vacation or it goes towards buying something, I feel guilty. And I feel like I'm not investing or sacrificing enough as an artist to get my art off of the ground, you know? So, yeah, let me correct that. I do have the money, I just choose to put it back into my business. I don't really, I don't really, um, <laughs> I don't treat myself very much. Sometimes I feel like I'm too disciplined, honestly. And you know, last year I actually somewhat planned to do something for my birthday, but those plans kind of got a little messed up. So uh, I wanted to, I was about to get a group of people together to do zip lining, but then it was just taking people so long to agree on when they could come do it. And I got impatient, honestly. And I was just like, all right, F it. No one can seem to agree on a day, but I don't want to miss out on this experience just because people might not come do it with me, you know? So I took initiative and I booked a zip line tour in uh, North Georgia. I forget the company's name, but it's somewhere in North Georgia, somewhere in the mountains. And y'all, don't you know these people called me back and was like, hey, do you want to move this to a different day or can we just refund you? Because we need at least two people to book a tour and you are literally the only one who booked for this day. And I was very sad. Hold on, let me fix this lens of my camera. It's like, I was extremely sad <laughs> because I was like, man, I thought I was gonna go do something for myself. Turns out I couldn't do it because you need people to do it with. And so yeah, I ended up just taking myself to the aquarium last year and that was really nice. And I went by myself, but that was really nice because um, at that point I had been in Atlanta for eight years and I'd never been to the aquarium. So I took myself and it was really nice. It was cute. Took myself out to eat. 
This year, I uh, very chill. I woke up and I did my little Sudoku puzzle and I took myself to breakfast. I had a phone conference, but after the phone conference, I took myself to breakfast, brunch, lunch, whatever. Delicious, thumbs up diner. I had the encrusted French toast, which is always great. And oh my gosh, I ate the whole thing. I had two big old French toasts and scrambled eggs and a side of fruit with coffee and water. And it just felt good. Did my little Sudoku puzzle there. And yeah, a very chill birthday. I went, um, someone took me to dinner later on in the day. And uh, yeah, it was a good night. It was a really good night. So very chill birthday and something that I feel very proud of. And I thought about it while I was sitting at, cause I went to eat at the bar at Thumbs Up Diner and there were no feelings of, oh, I'm lonely. I don't have any friends. Like I didn't have those feelings. Of course I thought to myself, this would have been dope to be doing this with somebody, but there was just a peace that I felt. Like I'm here because I wanna be here. I'm eating breakfast because I wanted to eat this breakfast at this place. And I'm by myself, but I'm not alone. I'm content, I'm happy. And that is a piece that is just, I don't know. It just feels amazing. And um, this time last year, I was very much filled with anxiety. So to sit down by myself and not be feeling sorry for myself, but feeling grateful that I can take myself out to eat breakfast, that felt really good. And I was just so at peace and so content. Sipping my coffee, doing my little Sudoku puzzle, eating my breakfast and enjoying the bites. And I feel like I'm getting a little emotional about it, but it, it Y'all, if I could explain the level of peace that I felt just enjoying my breakfast. Oof. And of course I'm looking pretty because I got, I actually got my hair and makeup done on December 5th and I slept really pretty. So I woke up like this, makeup and hair still intact. And you know, I'm looking pretty, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling grateful and content. And that kind of peace, I just, oof. I wish that I want everybody to be able to experience that. I feel good about myself getting to that point, you know? Cookies Water says, happy birthday, Lexi, queen. Wish you many more. Thank you very much. Fly's Kitchen said, you gotta treat yourself. DJ Valasol says, oh God, that's all I spend my money on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we were talking about that earlier. So yeah, I didn't spend a lot of money on myself this year. Um, didn't have to, didn't feel the need to, but I might still go pay for a massage for myself. I was going to get my nails done, but then like I've been giving my nails a break from acrylic because even though it looks really pretty underneath the nail was really weak. So I decided to give it a break. I was going to get my nails done for my birthday, but then I thought all of the progress that I've, all the progress that I've made, not getting my nails done for the past three months, my nails are finally getting in order my thumb on my right side actually both thumbs they're still very thin the nail bed is still very very thin so yeah i'm gonna keep growing them out and they're gonna be be back strong i do have really pretty natural nails so yeah um but so i took myself to breakfast and then i was taken out to dinner um 
my other birthday present to myself if you're listening to this it's just a bunch of crinkling going on but I went to Barnes and Noble and I got some exciting things damn how many books did I buy I didn't know I got all these languages wait a minute <laughs> so I told y'all that I watched this thing on Netflix called From Scratch featuring Zoe Saldana and in the movie she's speaking Italian so I got inspired Italian is not that different from Spanish they are different but they're not that different you know so I went to the bookstore I've been thinking about the bookstore for months and I just didn't know what to buy myself but happy birthday to me I bought five books I thought I only bought four but I bought five books so I have they're all pocket reference library or pocket grammar pocket dictionary I got Japanese I got French I got Spanish and I got Italian so these are the four language books that I got I already know how to read and pronounce Japanese um, it's just I need to expand my vocabulary and get back to practicing it I already know Spanish how to read and pronounce Spanish um, so you know I just need to expand my vocabulary and um, Italian is not going to be too much except when you know the C's and the CH's that's going to mess me up but it's not that different from Spanish so I feel like it's not going to be that bad and then French is really going to be where the challenge is French is going to be challenging I don't know anything about how to pronounce French so that should be interesting I think they come with an app I've spent $50 on books and then the other thing that I bought it's this workbook called the come as you are workbook now I have not read the actual book that this is based on I don't think I'm I don't think I actually want to because I still I'm reading two books that I haven't gotten gotten over with and there are so many books by different recording artists that I need to get into but the come as you are workbook this is by Emily Nagoski a practical guide to the science of sex a companion to the New York Times bestseller come as you are and yes that is very sexual come as you are but it's spelled c-o-m-e so I got this because in the new year, we are bringing back Sexy Lexi After Hours. I stopped doing it because I wasn't sure how I wanted to approach it. And the conversations were just either too philosophical or too raunchy. And I'm realizing that the super raunchy girl that's not afraid to talk about all the nasty things of sex, that's not what I, that's not only what I wanna be on air. I want to actually talk about like the sexual journey. So I think this workbook is going to help me with topics as well as topics for when guests come on. So I can go chapter by chapter, prompt by prompt, and that's going to be the episode, me going through the book and however long that takes. And when I'm done with this workbook, I'll move on to something else, you know? So I'm really excited. So be on the lookout for um, Sexy Lexi After Hours coming back in the new year, okay? And then, man, I forgot to mention about my Christmas giveaway that I'm doing. It's the 12 Ratchet Days of Christmas. <laughs> I'm doing a giveaway, y'all. So this giveaway is running submissions. You can submit 
from December 1st through December 13th. I think by the time this plays next week, Wednesday will be when I'm selecting the winners and then the 15th is when I announce the winner or I might announce it on the 14th, I don't remember. But how you enter, I'm giving away a Christmas gift basket. It's kind of a gag gift, but it's to help you have a ratchet Christmas. It's gonna have spiked eggnog, it's gonna have a gift card so you can go out and get you some lemon pepper wings. It's gonna have a box of bee condoms. It's going to have a knee, knee pads maybe, Santa hat. There might be other gift cards in there, scratch off tickets. It, it depends what you put as your wish list item, right? So how you enter is you have to be following me, Lexi, at LexiATL on Instagram. And then you have to like the post. I have pinned it to my profile. It is the first square that you see when you go to LexiATL on Instagram. You like the post and then you comment something from your wish list. The reason why the comment from the wish list is important is because I might want to incorporate something that's personalized to whoever the winner is going to be. And then if you want additional entries, cause I'm gonna do it like raffle style, where I just pick from a bucket. If you want five additional entries, tag five people. If you want another five additional entries, then pre-save it on Spotify and send me a DM with a screenshot that you pre-saved the song 12 Ratchet Days of Christmas on Spotify, okay? And that is how you can get, what is that, 11 entries? Oh, you can get another, you can get one extra entry if you share it to your stories and tag me when you share it to your stories, okay? So that's how you enter the Ratchet Christmas giveaway. And yeah, I've been talking for way too long on this Lex check. It is really time to go. So I talked about all of the reference dictionaries that I got. That's actually what today's topic for Lex Chat is. The topic is why clean versions matter. And a lot of artists would do well to have a pocket dictionary. It doesn't have to be in different languages like me, but yeah, it would definitely help with grammar and vocabulary. And that's something that we're gonna get into. So make sure that you stay tuned and we will get into the Lex Chat after these messages. Alrighty, so let's get into this topic today for Lex Chat, which is why clean versions of songs matter. And I was talking about how I went to the bookstore and I bought all these different reference, pocket reference libraries. And those of you watching, y'all see, these are literally the size of my hand. This one's even a little smaller but literally all of these are the size of my hands. The Japanese one is the smallest one, that's so cute. But they're dictionaries, they're reference books, and they are materials that will help me to expand my vocabulary within these particular languages that I'm interested in learning about. I have Japanese, I have Spanish, I have French, I have Italian. I'm very excited about that. I'm so excited. So how does this play into the topic that we're getting into for Lex Chat today? Well, 
I was actually inspired by this. I was inspired to do this topic by a conversation that I had with a fellow engineer earlier today while I was at Rich Productions. His name is Evan. And he was talking about how a client that he works with, the client actually told him like, hey man, I want to re-record this verse because I want everybody to be able to sing along, rap along with this. I don't wanna leave anybody out. Now, me and this engineer, we had just kind of gotten into a little debate maybe a couple days earlier where he didn't necessarily agree with having to make clean versions of everything. And I understood where he was coming from, but I feel like he was really missing where I was coming from. And he thought that I was just thinking too deeply without really trying to understand my side, honestly. So, but he, it clicked for him today when his, when his client told him that he wanted to do a clean version for a song they recorded. And his client told him, like I already said, you know, I want people, everybody to be able to enjoy the experience of rapping along with the lyrics without worrying about saying the N word basically, right? And so I wanna talk about why the clean version matters. And let me talk about the artist that had me saying, you know, I was basically telling the engineer to tell his client to tell the client's artist because he was testing out this girl. Like, you know, this the mix is great. It sounds great. Lyrically, have her work on her, her vocabulary for songwriting because the engineer was telling me he was going to make a clean version. And I'm like, he said, it's only going to take me 10 minutes. I'm like, are you sure it's only going to take you 10 minutes? Because you must have not heard what I was hearing. Almost every other line was a curse word. Why do I keep touching my hair? It's because I'm so pretty. But um, every other line was a curse word. It was N word, this and S and B and P word and, <laughs> and bussy. And like, it was just a lot. And so I was telling him, you know, tell her to work on her, on her vocabulary. Why is that hard? Work on her vocabulary because all of that cursing, you're taking out all of these different things in the song and you think that a clean version is just muting out the bad words. But what's happening is you're taking away from the experience of enjoying the song and really understanding the song. Because if you have to take so much away, then what are you really left with? And that was the argument I was trying to make with this engineer friend of mine. He wasn't quite getting it in the moment, but he got it now. And so, yeah, anyone who's tuned into the live, if you would like to join in on this topic, then please definitely feel free to join in and add your critique and add your thoughts on the matter. But for me, I'm always and this is always to do with rappers. Like I said, if y'all don't know me by now, y'all should know that I rag on rappers a lot. And I give rappers a very hard time because they're just they're just not as serious as singers and the newer rappers who come to the studio, for some reason they think that music is so easy, and I admire that they want to have fun with rapping, but it's also there are so many things that these new upcoming rappers don't think about and don't care to work on when it comes to the craft. We are in the music industry. Music is all about how you're communicating. It's all about how you are flowing over a track and what you are saying. And can you marry the two, the production and the way 
the words that you're using and the way that you are saying that. So I guess it's a, a, a few, a few things, a few variables, right? You got the production, you have the words that you are saying, and then you have how you are saying those words over that production to make everything mesh. And when you become skilled at staying on topic and conveying a message that you want people to walk away from your music with, and you can say it in a way that might even like get people dancing or you do it in a commercial way all the way around that is a win-win situation and i just (sighs) there's too many newer rappers who come out and they don't even they can't really talk personally they can't hold interesting conversation. Their vocabulary is not very big. It's not expanded or expounded upon. And they're rhyming words for the sake of rhyming words without really making sure that what you're rhyming fits together, not only in a rhyme scheme, but also in the storyline of your song. But then again, some of them are not even thinking about storylines. They're just rhyming for the sake of rhyming. And I actually got into it with someone on Instagram who they, I feel like they're doing a disservice by the way they talk about this music, but he tried to imply that I was trying to force my taste in genre and my taste in music. He specifically said genre, but I think he's wrong and I'm going to tell you why, but he tried to accuse me of putting my values and what I like from certain genres onto the current mainstream rap of today. And he completely ignored what I was talking to him about, what I was commenting about, which was the content. Content of the lyrics has nothing to do with the genre, okay? You can talk about anything in any genre. It It just matters how you deliver it, right? So this person on Instagram, I feel like he was really degrading rap because what I said on my earlier comments was a lot of artists have actually told me a lot of newer artists have actually told me that it doesn't matter what is being said in the music it only matters about the like the only thing that matters is the cadence and the bounce of the words but it's really mainly about the beat and then this guy came on saying something like well Y'all want everybody to, you want every genre to fit into the same criteria that you like. Because the original commenter, someone who I was replying to, he said, um, what did he say? The original commenter said that he misses old school R&B and rap from the 90s. And I was agreeing with him. And I said that, you know, yeah, the content was much better and artists these days they're not listening to the music and so all they care about is the beat and all they care about is how the words are flowing on top of the beat they don't actually care about what's being said but they wonder why everyone's walking around so angry so emotional so irrational with little value of human life and all these other kind of emotions they wonder why they feel this way but they don't think it's important to pay attention to what's being said on the songs and 
I realize that I'm kind of off on a little tangent. I can be very long winded when I do these things. I apologize. But all of this plays into why clean versions matter, I promise. So yeah, they, like it's really sad to me that a lot of these newer rappers, they don't care what's being said. Like they don't have anything to say. They just think it looks cool. And they think that as long as they got a cool flow over the beat, they think that's all it's gonna take for them to blow up. And to some of their credits, certain people have gone viral talking about absolutely nothing on their track because the beat was kind of nice and people liked their flow. But were they actually listening to the song? Could they actually rap along to the song? No, but I guess it sounds cool, right? It's just dumb to me. Part of like one of the best parts I feel as an artist to having fans is having people who sing along to your music and having people who y'all can share in that experience together, right? So for people to not care about what's being said, it really makes me sad. It really does. Let me, I'm sorry, I'm checking my phone really quickly because the internet just went out and my live just cut out. So I'm gonna see if I can reconnect. So that part that I just said, right? Like it's an experience to be able to have the artist and the fans singing the same lyrics. And it's really like a kind of energy exchange that happens when the artist is saying songs and the fans can sing along or rap along with the artist. Now, where this would become hard at is, let's say like, Rap is mainly black artists, right? And what do black artists, especially black rappers, like to say in their music? They like to say the N-word all the time. Unfortunately, a large group of concert goers, they are not black. So it's not like you have a majority of the audience who is black and can sing the lyrics. And you're you shouldn't be limiting your fan base to one group anyway, you know? So imagine that you are excluding a majority of, the, like these people paid money. And the, the imagery that I'm coming up with is, I'm thinking about like when I see Russ, the rapper, or when I see like a Travis Scott, right? And a majority of their audience is white people, white kids. JC Lewis says, you're so gorgeous. Thank you very much. The Ruby Rose Ranch. That sounds fun. Where are you? Do you have horseback riding? Oh my, OMG. But yeah, um, so the imagery that I'm thinking of is like a Travis Scott concert or maybe even like a Tyler the Creator place or who was it? Was it a the baby concert or something like that? I don't know. But point being that the imagery that I see on a lot of these videos is Black artist, majority white audience, and certain people getting upset with these white people for saying the N-word, but literally the entire song is just riddled with the N-word. And so you get mad at these people for wanting to enjoy a moment, um, but I, I think it's the artist's responsibility. If you want as much, oh, you're in California? Aw. Oh. Maybe I could visit, but um, I think the goal of an artist is to, you wanna cater to your audience, but you also don't wanna exclude people from becoming your fans. And that's the point that I like to drive home when I tell people 
be careful about what you're saying in your music and be careful that you're not the language that you're using is not excluding a certain people. So this, this example right here, right, is talking about certain curse words. You know, you exclude a lot of kids. Parents don't want their kids listening to stuff that's all about ass and bitches and N words and F words and P words and, you know, and D words and all kind of stuff. D word rhymes with stick. P word rhymes with Argusy. Uh, C word rhymes with blunt. You know what I'm saying? Like you are excluding a younger demographic whose media is, it's like dictated. Their media intake is dictated by their parents, right? So when you're cursing, you're already eliminating like a certain age group of people. Um, granted you don't have to make the most family friendly music, of course, but you eliminate a lot of, a lot of people when you curse too much. And then when you curse too much, you might be excluding like older people who don't want to hear all of that cursing in the music. So now you're left with a smaller net to grab your audience. Right. And let's say that I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of these rap concerts, I see the audience is majority white. You have your people who actually come spend money to see you in a show. They can't even sing along because they'll be looked at funny if they say the N word rightfully so but they'll be looked at sideways if they say the n-word but these are the people showing up to support you right why would you not want your fans to enjoy that moment with you so you have that aspect of it and then you have the aspect of I think the problem like I mentioned earlier is a lot of these newer rappers they don't have an expanded vocabulary and so they don't even know how to say the same thing multiple times which is basically what music is there there is nothing that hasn't already been done under the sun in music and everything is cyclical and cycles back around so it gets really boring like I know for me Common phrases that I hear in rap songs these days is got it out the mud or she stayed down with me. She my ride or die. Um, I'm a real one. I'm a real N word. She's a real B word. Um, I'll take your B word. I'll take your man. I'll take your N word. I like getting money. I like getting cash. Um, <laughs> and like literally those phrases that I just said, that's like 90% of the rap that's on radio these days. It's, it's crazy, but it, and it's annoying because personally for me, I've been disconnected from hip hop specific, well, from rap. Cause what I'll, what's happening these days is a kind of rap. It's not hip hop. In my opinion, hip hop is more prestigious than rap. Okay. But anyway, um, it makes me so like I've been disconnected from rap for over five years easily because literally everyone is saying the same thing and the content is so toxic in a lot of ways. And I'm just bored. Everybody's saying the same exact thing. I'm bored. The reason why they can't say the same thing in a different way is I would attribute that to a lack of understanding of grammar, a lack of vocabulary and a lot of times a lack of experience and a lack of culture 
To be a good dynamic rapper, in my opinion, you have to have life experiences and you have to be a learner. Otherwise, how are you going to make your references relevant and something that you and your audience can kind of have like an inside joke with, right? I think I'm gonna go ahead and take this. This is a gummy, what is this called? Uh, edible? It's a gummy edible. Yeah, they look like little mountains. But DJ Vala Soul says, also, you are excluding yourself from sinking and placement opportunities. And that's what I'm, that's exactly what I was getting into next. When you only talk about certain subjects or you only have a certain range of vocabulary or a certain range of phrases that you're saying, well, let's, let's not even get into that. Not only is the music boring, but it's, you limit yourself in what you can talk about because you don't know how to express yourself. And music is supposed to be all about expression. Why would you not want to strengthen your ability to express yourself through spoken word, through people ain't even writing no more, but through word, which is what music is. It's should be, in my opinion, poetry over rhythm. Rhythm and poetry, rap. That's literally the acronym. But yeah, like DJ Valasol says, also you are excluding yourself from sinking and placement opportunities. There is way more money in sync licensing and placements than there, like as a new artist especially, you will do way better with sync opportunities versus streaming and I just had this conversation with someone the other day. I have actually made more money doing podcasting and getting paid from the ads that I get on podcasting, even though it's not much. It might be like $5 a month, right? That is more money than I make for streaming sometimes in a year. Like, um, it took a long time to make $100 off of streaming. <laughs> I'm not the most popular artist yet. I'm not mainstream yet. And um, I wanna say what, like 500,000 streams on certain platforms to get $1,500, which is barely a livable wage. Well, I don't think it's livable anymore with inflation. But anyway, all of that to say, with all of the cursing that you do in your music, if you can't clean that up, you can't be played on daytime television. You can't be played on TV. They have rules against that. And really, what would be the point of playing you on radio if every other word is bleeped out? Now I don't understand what you're even trying to say in the song because you just bleeped everything out versus if you would have just re-recorded the words or re-recorded the verse over to do a super clean version, uh, which is something that, that's a new term I've learned in the past month, super clean. I knew what a clean version was, of course, but super clean, what is that? In the world of sync licensing, a super clean version, these shows, they don't want you just bleeping out a word. They don't want you just putting reverse effects on it. They don't want you, like if you say motherfucker, they don't want you to say mother. No, they want you to replace the entire phrase and make it super clean. So they want you to be able to say the same thing without having to bleep it out because then you're killing the integrity of the song when you have to bleep it out. Like that's really what's happening when you have to create clean versions anyway. You are killing the integrity of the song. But in sync licensing, they want super clean versions 
And like, uh, there's this record me and producer Isaiah Hill did. They wanted a rap song and I called it dumb games. And I was really like, there's no cursing in the hook, but the verses were really like, um, like dumb games, win dumb things. He's still calling my phone. If I don't, he won't leave me alone. Telling me he wanted to play with the, damn, he down bad. Cut him off now that you need a rehab. Like basically, I can't even remember the words right now, but basically it was a lot of ratchet stuff that I was saying and a lot of cursing. And they wanted a super clean version. You can't just silence certain parts. Say it over in a way that can be played on radio, that can be played on this TV show, on this movie, if we decide to place it. And sync licensing is much better money than streaming, like I said. And you'll get paid a fee up front. Whatever fee you charge, they'll pay you that. And then sometimes, most of the time, give you royalty whenever it's spun on TV, you know? So that's way more money than streams. But if you limit yourself, like if you do not take the time to, I would say, honestly, just write it clean first. This is this topic was also inspired because one of my friends who's also who was a previous client, he put up something on his stories the other day saying after this project comes out, I'm not cursing in my music anymore. I want to challenge myself. And I'm like, damn. That's really dope to hear him say that. Hold on real quick. My throat is getting dry. I just wanted to take a bite real quick. Mm. I made something called a Buddha bowl. It's supposed to be vegetarian, but I put chicken in it. Mm. Rice, sweet potato, onions, garlic, avocado, chicken, shredded carrots, hot sauce, sesame seed oil, olive oil, salt, pepper, garlic powder, chili powder. What else? Kale. It's just so good. It's just so good. Anyway, so yeah, I was really proud of the fact that he said after this project, I'm not cursing no more. It's also similar to what Lil Baby did, although I forget the reasoning behind why Lil Baby did it. But Lil Baby said, I'm not going to say the N-word in my music anymore. And I really respect that. Oh, I think it was because there's so much behind the N-word. Who can say it? Who can't say it? What it means coming from certain mouths, what it means coming from others. And, um... Yeah, I think he was saying he's going to stop saying saying it to dead that debate and to also not exclude certain like he looking out into the that's what it was. He was looking out into the audience and seeing that most of his audience was white and these people were saying the lyrics and he said it didn't feel right. So moving forward, he wants to exclude the N word from his lyrics. And I respect that. And that's what I mentioned earlier. That's also the imagery I was thinking of. I gave the example of a Travis Scott concert, but (laughs) also Lil Baby. Maybe I wish I would have found that clip, but it's like, yeah, as an artist, you have to take note of who is actually coming out, spending money on you and supporting you. Tampa Boy Beat says, all right, N-word. You know what? You just come on here to troll me. You just come on here to troll me. I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, cut it out. Cut it out. (sighs) 
He likes, he likes, you like trying to trip me up on air. That's cute. That's real cute. But anyway, like I was saying earlier, as an artist, you have to take inventory. Even if you are marketing towards certain people, you got to be real with yourself and say, okay, but who's actually showing up? Who's actually spending money? Who's actually buying merch? Who's actually coming out to the shows? Who's actually participating in the giveaways? And if the audience that is actually supporting you, if you're a black artist, if the audience who is actually supporting you is not even black, they're white. Yeah, you might need to change up your lyrics. You might need to change up some of the content of your music. You might need to rework how you say things or find different ways to say things so that you can be more relatable to the people who are spending their money with you. And that is why clean versions matter. All music matters, but clean versions matter. Clean versions matter. I think I'm gonna make that the title. Yeah. So it's really about not only working on your craft and not being lazy about expanding your vocabulary, but also being aware and mindful of your audience, of how people perceive your music, of how people will perceive you by the way you speak or by the kinds of music that you make, the kind of music that you make, excuse me. I'm trying to practice um, practice my grammar like as I'm speaking it live, you know? So uh, these are just things that you have to think of as an artist, you know? Uh, Travix says, happy birthday, beautiful. Thank you, happy belated birthday. My birthday was yesterday. Thank you very much, thank you. 29 trips around the sun belated thank you very much thank you very much so yeah um that's really that's really all i got for this conversation clean versions matter because it makes you more appealing on a wider range of things and that's really what i want artists to just think about especially the newer artists and especially especially the newer rappers coming out what you are saying in your music matters and how you are saying things in your music matters. Travix says, looking as lovely as ever. Thank you very much. And everyone on YouTube will be able to see this episode as well. Y'all get to see my pretty face. I decided to record today because my hair and my makeup is done. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty and witty and gay. Gay isn't happy. Anyway, because I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. And want to restart that. All right. So yeah, um, I just really want artists to think deeper. A lot of artists don't think past the studio and how fun it looks to record and how fun it looks to go to these clubs and perform and how fun it looks to get up on stage and perform these songs and have people singing along with you. They don't think past certain things. I really want to advocate for artists knowing how to do damn near everything by themselves and part of branding and marketing you'd be surprised that the type of music you sing and or rap and what you are saying in your songs that affects your brand and that affects who you can be marketed to and that's really what I want people to understand that's really what I want my artists to realize that part of your branding and your marketing 
depends on the kind of music you're making and what kinds of things you are saying in your songs. So yeah, that's all I got on this particular topic. If anybody in the live conversation has any more um, input on the topic of why clean versions matter in music, please share your opinions with me. Please share your opinions with me. I would eventually love, well, this is something that I'll be doing in the new year. I'll be having guests on my show, bringing back the guest aspect. Do I want to take this? I feel like I want to take this edible, but I don't know. I just get so sleepy. I get so sleepy when I do edibles and hungry. I need to go to the gym tomorrow. Yeah, but um, that's all I got on this topic. I was trying to give a little buffer room for anybody who was live who wanted to say something, but I think everyone's tuning out. <laughs> but yeah, so those are my thoughts on this particular topic. If you are listening and or watching on YouTube, please make sure that you leave a comment down below and let me know your thoughts. Do you think clean versions matter? Now, the other engineer, my engineer friend that I was telling you about, let me make a note at 54 minutes. I think that's where I wanna make a sample. My engineer friend who I was telling you about, he was trying to say like, you know, you're messing up the artist's expression when you do these clean versions. But I had to disagree and say, well, because his argument was you don't even know if the artist is trying to be mainstream or commercial. What if they are making it for that specific audience? And my rebuttal to that is as an artist, I want everybody who wants everybody who likes my music, who hears my music. I want everybody to know about my music. I'm not targeting one particular group and maybe I should, maybe I would find more success in that, but I want my music to be universal, international. And I can't be international if I'm not thinking a certain way, if I'm not producing music a certain way. And if I'm excluding certain audiences by saying things in my music that's going to make certain audiences feel uncomfortable, make certain ethnicities feel uncomfortable, you know? So that's that's really like, that's the point of this. To be a superstar, you have to take in consideration your international audience. Now, if you are cool with just doing club appearances in your region, maybe doing a couple of arenas or a couple of theater shows, then fine. But I would wager to say, that every artist wants the biggest possible reach that they can achieve. But y'all let me know what y'all think in the comment section down below. Like I said, if y'all are watching this on YouTube, then comment down below and tell me your thoughts on this topic. Do clean versions matter? Do you care about clean versions? Um, do you think that the world should care about clean versions when it comes to who's considered mainstream and commercial and the overall appeal of a song? Let me know in the comment section down below. Also, if you are listening and or watching on YouTube, make sure you like this. Make sure you give me that big thumbs up, please, and thank you. And subscribe and hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. 
I would greatly appreciate that. Appreciate that. If you are listening on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, then please give me a five out of five star rating and please leave a review. All of these things on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, all of these things help to tell the algorithm that this is a good piece of interactive content and that I should push this content. The algorithm should push this content out to a larger, wider, bigger audience. I would greatly appreciate that. If y'all want to go the extra mile in supporting me and you want early access to this content, then consider becoming a patron of mine on patreon.com slash LexiATL. That's patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L. And for as little as $5 a month, you will be going that extra mile and showing me your support as a patron. I will be opening up some different tier options that will offer different accesses to me. If you are an artist or creative and you want someone to consult you, advise you, slick manage you in a way, I'm going to be bringing out some different options for that. So be on the lookout for that. Patreon.com slash LexiATL. Um, And yeah, some other stuff that I want to say, but I'm not going to mention it right now. (laughs) Um, I want to give a shout out to a couple of my sponsors again, Eb Slade at Eb Slade on Instagram. That's at E-B, B as in Bravo, E-B-S-L-A-Y-E-D, D as in David. That's Eb Slade on Instagram. She, what you are seeing right now, my hair and my makeup. She did my hair and my makeup. This style is called a bust down with a center part and slick down edges on the front, slick down sideburns and uh, they curly, they looking cute. I love, love, love it. Right now she has a Christmas sale going on. It's 50% off of everything. So if you want a bust down style like mine, this is a frontal install. The back is sewed and then there's a frontal in the front. That is $88 right now. Closure installs, $75. Silk presses for my natural ladies, $38. And you can get this soft glam makeup look for $30. She is based in Atlanta, Georgia. So check her out at Eb Slade on Instagram and tell her that Lexi sent you, okay? Also special shout out to Glory Apparel, God's love over rebellious youth. You can check out the first collection, which I am a featured model of. The first collection is called Loved Ones. Go to God's love over rebellious youth.store or if you don't feel like typing all that in, go on Instagram at Glory Apparel One. Click the link on the bio and browse and make your purchase from there. Every purchase that's made from the loved ones collection goes towards helping people to get help. So all of the proceeds that are collected from purchases of the loved ones collection, those proceeds are going to be used to sponsor for and help pay for people to go get therapy. Because when you're doing better mentally, your overall health improves as well. Okay. So The mission is to show people that they are loved by God. That is Glory Apparel, God's love over rebellious youth. Check them out at Glory Apparel One on Instagram. Tell them Lexi sent you. And yeah, remember to check out my song Imagination, which was playing throughout the Lex Check at the beginning of this episode, the top half of this episode. That's available on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Google, Amazon, YouTube, everywhere. Check it out, Imagination by Lexi. Please consider supporting me by going to my website and purchasing some merchandise from me. 
got the headbands, got the, not the headbands, I got the wristbands, I got the sun visor, hashtag winner, hashtag keeper. We got the Lexi posters, the artist posters and the sexy Lexi posters. We got the burn Lexi lighters, the burn lighters, cigarette lighter with built-in bottle opener available on my website at LexiATL, www.LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. But thank y'all so much for tuning in this week on Lex Chat. My name is Lexi and until next time, peace. Sometimes I think that we could be the cooler breeze. Sometimes I think that we can be the spark and blaze.